good night. Hello, cocktail lovers. Welcome to Paris Cocktail Talk, the show brought to you by the 52 Martinis Guide to Paris Cocktail Bars. I'm Forrest Collins, and I'm here to talk to you about the trends and traditions of drinking in France. So this month, we are going to talk about hidden bars, the Paris hidden bars and speakeasies. And um, it's a little bit different because last month I was interviewed by Oliver G of uh, the Earful Tower. It's a great podcast. If you're not familiar with it, I've put the links in the show notes. Get over there and listen. He talks about, he interviews people every week about France. It's, it's a great resource if you're a Francophile. So he asked me all about speakeasies, hidden bars. This is a follow-up to an earlier podcast that I did with him where I gave him 10 hidden bars. So I give him 10 more and talk about how the landscape is changing around this type of bar. So I've put the first half of that interview in as this month's podcast. So give it a listen. If you want to continue and listen through, you can follow on through to Oliver's podcast. And um, I'm going to leave it at that because we've got a lot of ground to cover. So settle in and let's hear what happened when I met with Oliver last month. Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Earful Tower podcast. Why? Am I whispering? Well, uh, because today we're going to be sharing a lot of secrets. This is an episode about hidden bars in Paris. Uh, this is a, sort of a, a dive back into an episode that I've done before. Uh, but uh, as you're going to hear, the bar scene has changed a lot. Lots of new exciting places have opened. And uh, Forrest Collins, the cocktail queen, is here to spill the beans on the best of the best of the speakeasies. Now, a few things to get into before we start. First, uh, put away the pen, put away the pencil, don't take notes. I've written down all the addresses, all the names, all the website links. It's all there on the website, theearfultower.com. Uh, so you don't need to go searching for these places. It's there for you. The other note, if you want to find more from our guest, Forrest Collins is her name and 52 Martinis is her game. She has a website. She has social media. She has a podcast as well, 5252 Martinis. And she's a friend of the show. We'll talk about that during the episode. The other thing I want to address is that today, December 6th, 2021, marks five years since the Earful Tower podcast started. And what better way to celebrate than visiting 10 speakeasy bars, even if only via conversation. There'll be another episode soon to mark five years and two million downloads. But today, we're going to focus on having a celebratory drink instead. Who better to do with than Forrest Collins? Let's get into the episode. Forrest Collins, how yes, you doing? I'm good. How it's, are you? It's been, I'm very well. It's been a long time since we sat down on a microphone. I know, and is I'm it, really happy to be here. Is it four years? Yeah, be four years. I would say four since we last talked about this very secret topic. That's true. Yeah, season, it was like season two of the Eiffel mm-hmm. Tower, early days, early yep. days, and now uh, now that it's been going for five years, I like the idea of revisiting uh, stories, guests, especially in this case with the story. Uh, specifically bars and underground bars, speakeasies, appears to have changed so much. I feel like it has. I mean, you know, we still have, they haven't disappeared. People love a secret. But Mm. uh, I think that the landscape has changed when it comes to the speakeasy uh, bars in general in In, Paris. Yeah. What do you mean the landscape's changed? Well, I just think, you know, 
um, things, the things that are more interesting right now are a little bit more hidden, a little bit more under the radar. I think because now there's more, uh, there's more choice, mm. there's more options. It's not just that one or two. So it's easier to stay a little bit under the radar. It's not that I'm the one speakeasy in Paris, yeah. everybody come here, yeah. you know, and you kind of fall victim of your own success. Or fall victim to uh, the success of our last episode because we did, and the idea guys at home is we're going to get through this list of 10 things, but we're going to intersperse it with chatting. But uh, that list that you and I did, so we did it as a blog post, we did it as a podcast episode, it was very uh, widely shared and read and listened to. Yes. And I suspect that you, Forrest Collins, ruined the secret. Did I ruin it? (laughs) Did I break the speakeasy? I don't know, maybe. (laughs) But like, that's something we should start on because one of the ones... And I, I, I can encourage people to, to listen to that episode after this one, um, you know, because there's still yeah. a lot of them are still open. Exactly. And, uh, and a lot of them are still great. Mm. I still, I've been to just a few of them recently and mm-hmm. I still love them. Well, I want to start with that Lavomatic one. Yes. And we won't go into great detail, but uh, essentially laundromat, open a laundromat door. Boom. You're in there. The first time I went, amazing. Since I've walked past it again... Huge line out the front. Yeah, so how secret is it, right? Zero secret. There's no secrecy to it. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that, does that ruin a speakeasy? I think so. Me I mean, too. how how much do you want me to give away on this show? Do, do, everything. Do everything. <laughs> but do we want to take away their experience of discovering well, things I for think, themselves? I think what people can do is if they are really big fans of discovering things for themselves, mm-hmm. is they can turn this Bloomin' podcast off right now. They can go to the blog post. Take <laughs> Warning, the, warning. Well, they can take the address and go and discover it for themselves. But uh, I feel fairly confident that uh, by the way that you're going to explain these places, they'll go, mm, I like that one. I'm going to go, you know, you yeah. can leave a little secret in there. Of course, too. we're going to leave a little little yeah. mystery, but... We're going to direct you to that. But you know, the last yeah. time I think we like were whispering for half, half the episode. Maybe. Because, you know, maybe we give people a good uh, indication where something particularly secret is coming and then they can uh, block their sure. ears. Yeah. Put their hands over their ears, unless they're driving, in which case... Yeah, uh, and in which case, yeah, don't, do not block your ears. Do not block your ears. Okay, so let's talk about this landscape a little more before we get into it. Uh, there's been, uh, I don't want to say the C word, but COVID. Yes. Uh, has that been, uh, uh, you know, that must have changed places opening? Or is yeah, it... I mean, things were opening, things are, you know, things are closing, things were p- temporarily closed, things, uh, bars were sort of revamping their offerings. Some of them went went quiet and developed some really interesting menus uh, over COVID. For example, Little Red Door, we talked about them on the last episode. Mm-hmm. They're a very popular speakeasy. And they took COVID time and they really went deep and created a new menu, which is now available. So, you know, but then other ones uh, didn't really, other other bars in Paris didn't really make it through. Mm. Um, Also, something I I did not go go to any of these, but I was also aware of actual speakeasies, you know, that I heard about popping up in Paris, you know, that were the illegal kind, like, you know, the ones that inspired these during COVID. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I just wasn't really interested in, in... and adding to that, you're talking um, about literally the illegal li- places exactly. where they were like, uh, yeah. you had to essentially sneak through the lockdown rules to get there, and then you, you I guess, exactly, you yeah. sneak through the lockdown yeah. rules, and then you go into these like underground basement places. Again, I didn't go to any because I did. I was a rule follower when yeah. it came to COVID, and I stayed locked away in the countryside. But yeah, there was that going on in Paris. So, yeah. so I mean, that was kind of an interesting addition to this conversation about the speakeasies oh, and the hidden bars. Yeah. Restaurants too. I remember those. Oh yeah, yeah. Restaurants, and yeah. I remember those stories in the news. Like, like some like ministers were caught sneaking in there. I remember the, the t- they were interviewing the taxi drivers because the taxi drivers were taking them there, 
and they knew uh, where all these speakeasies were. Oh, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. Those are the people with the inf- information. But, like, for me, it, it, this is interesting because people love the forbidden, right? They love the exclusive, the forbidden, mm. the... The, the secret, the hidden, if, if they're not supposed to be doing it, they want to do it, which mm-hmm. is why people love speakeasies anyway, even though it's a bit of just a, you know, kind of a fantasy, yeah. the, the ones that, that, that we talk about. Um, but it's not really, because again, this kind of, um, I think in this changing landscape, I think we have graduated from, we want to pretend we're in a speakeasy. So everything doesn't look like a 1920s hidden bar. Now we just appreciate sort of the hidden, the under the radar quality that, yep have to work a little extra or the element of surprise about how to get there. So I think yes. that's something interesting too. Well, I've got, I want to sort of, like I said, put the questions between the list, but I'll end the intro on this question mm-hmm. is, do you think it's important that a speakeasy has uh, an element of fun once you're in there as well? Uh, I think, well, yes. I mean, I think every bar has, should have an element of fun, whether it's a speakeasy or not. So, I mean, I don't think they all need a gimmicky fun. Like they don't all have to have guys in suspenders mm. and cur- curly helps. mustaches. It helps, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, it helps if it's fun, but I don't need everything to sure. be, you know, like we talked about Labomatic last time. And when you go in, you're kind of sitting on the, um, the chairs look like laundry detergent boxes. Yeah. And so it kind of actually carries that theme through. And there's a that's swing fun. up there too. There's a swing up yeah. there too, yeah. Well, swing's always fun. Who doesn't want... Every bar should have a swing. <laughs> yeah, every fun. house should have a swing. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I think, yes, every bar should be fun. I don't think every hidden bar or speakeasy needs to carry the whole theme through all the way because that's yeah. sort of like chokes you in I gimmick. feel like it needs a little bit because if you, if the, if you get in there and then you just feel like you're in a normal bar... All right, can point? I place you in the first... It, can we talk about the first bar? And you Please. can give me your opinion yeah, on if you on, think this on. is a, a fun thing or yeah. a... Blah. Yeah. Okay. okay, so imagine you're going to go and you're kind of walking around the Tuileries and you know how they've got that big Ferris wheel yeah. and it's all pretty yeah. and, you know, it's nighttime and, and you're walking along the... Um, I guess that's Rue de Rivoli there and sure, you're in yeah. the arcades yeah. and there's the nice hotels. Oh, yeah, Le Maurice. Exactly. The day, yeah. There's not a... Well, if there's a speakeasy of Le Maurice, I don't know about I it. I didn't but... find it. I was looking. I was pushing every wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, it would be re- pretty fabulous if they had one. But in the same vein, there's the Hotel Normandy, um, which is a hotel that, that they're kind of reconstructing now. And um, and that is also on that little Rue de Rivoli. So you go in and there's a gentleman kind of sitting there in the, like a hallway. And uh, it doesn't really look like your typical hotel entryway. It, it, it looks like it's maybe still under construction. But if you ask the nice gentleman at the desk to take you to rehab. What? Um, yeah. Um, he will uh, guide you through the side hallway and you go through a construction site. And uh, you go to... Uh, an unmarked door in this construction site. This is literally nobody would ever just stumble across this door. You would not be allowed to back. Except someone seeking rehab. Except someone (laughs) seeking rehab, right? Exactly. So he opens the door and then you descend down this like tiny little spiral staircase and you are in this really gorgeous hidden bar. It's, it's very pretty. It's, um, it does kind of have these, these notes of 1920s. Um, it's dim, it's sexy it's, uh, yeah, it's just really nice. It's got a couple little hidden rooms. It's got one area with a, like kind of a, a bed that everybody can sit on or not a bed, but like sort of, it seems like a little separate bedroom anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get down there and sat down and was waiting to order my drink. And I had to wait a little bit because, um, they had to explain the menu to me. And so sometimes I'm like, Oh, I like, I'm an adult. I can read. Um, but I waited and the server came over to explain the menu to my friend and I, and, it's CBD cocktails, 
right? So not all of them, not the full menu, but all the drinks. Uh, the, there's a whole section of the cocktail menu that includes CBD in the cocktail. So what do you mean CBD? Um, you know the uh, it's what the it's like a pot, right? It's like it's not THC, okay, but right, right. CBD is. You know this, what? You know this, how innocent I am. My mind went to Central look- Business <laughs> District, and I was like, I don't know. Sound you very were looking fun. at me weird, and I was like, okay, I don't I think going, he's understanding. I was going but- through all the acronyms <laughs> I could think of. Okay, so like, like- you no, know, so it's this. Um, what do you? Not a molecule, but you know, like THC is yeah, something they find sure, in a pot that makes sure. you crazy, okay. and so. CBD has become a real um, trend. Like you actually see in Paris now, you see all these CBD shops yeah, opening up where you've got yeah. the, the, you know, the hemp yeah. products and oil um, to make you sleep and to do this and do that and whatever. So the menu um, features these CBD uh-huh. cocktails. So it might be in there in um, oil, or it might be uh, infused in wow, one of the ingredients. This is different. Yeah, or it might be it might come in um, like a bell jar where they fill it with smoke with one of these smoking guns. Whoa. Lift up the thing and all the smoke and it does like smell like somebody's smoking a big joint next to you wow which is kind of interesting because if you have those associations with i mean i'm not a big pothead or anything but still nobody's ever poking smoking pot around me when they're like tense right so so i smell that and i think oh that just kind of relaxes me because everybody's always relaxed when that smell is around sure, right yeah so so there you go do you think that that's like fun do you think that's like a weird I gimmick love it. no i think it's so, great i love different I yeah. think uh, I love uh, in Paris. Sure, I love all the people watching on the terraces and blah blah blah. I love all the bars, uh, but uh, I love different. Love different, not just yeah. for cocktail bars or speak for everything. I love when people are trying new things. So I'll be checking that out. Yeah, it's it, it's very it's very cool and um, yeah, I really I really liked it. I was yeah. there with a, a girlfriend and I, and we just had a really nice evening there. And the drinks actually also come in really interesting. Things that you serve them so if someone's stuff. listening they're like oh cbd is not my thing would you say avoid uh no i would say go because in fact i was i misunderstood um i or i would like to i think i was misinformed but when the first person was giving giving us the the rundown mm. um i thought it was in all of them but they have a whole section I of the see. menu that doesn't have them so and you speak uh, good french right yeah i do yeah so teach us how to say to the guy at the door i want to go to rehab in french oh what would you say too fast too fast go again Je, j'aimerais bien aller au rehab. There you go, guys. Right. That'll get you there. Right, But I'm sure exactly. you could say it in English as well. Yeah, you probably could. It's yeah. a nice hotel. He probably speaks And what is it like? The, 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 did you say the bellhop? As in like the, was yeah, it the... he's, it's, just a, it's just sort of a, a gentleman sitting at a desk. Because you walk in and there's, there's no rooms. You can't even tell that the hotel's open. You know so really I was like, what's going on? It's kind of weird. But... Imagine if someone's listening to this and they were sort of half listening and they go into like Le Maurice Hotel instead and try to <laughs> check into rehab there. <laughs> go to rehab. Guys, it was the Hotel de Normandie. Is that what you said? Okay. Yes, the Hotel Normandie. Okay, yes. well, that's a great one to start. Um, yeah. I've got questions in general, but I'm, maybe we get through another two. And, uh, okay. Because I remember I met some Americans who had uh, some questions about getting into these speakeasies, but that'll come. Okay, that'll come. Two. All right, so another one I just, you know, I went and checked out a couple. I, I you know, I haven't been to every single bar since post-COVID, but, um, but I did go and check out a couple of new ones that I wanted to talk to you about. And so another one I, I went to that I want to talk about, this one's just a little bit more simple. Um, is you're, you're in Pigalle, you're in Soapy, you know, everybody likes to go there for their bars and it's fun. And, and, um, and there's, there is a tiny sign on this one. It's, it's, uh, a very kind of discreet door that you wouldn't notice. And if you really look up in the upper right hand corner of the door, you'll see a tiny sign that says Yago. They've got no presence really. They've got very minimal presence online. Mm-hmm. They're very quiet. They're like, you know, when I was doing a little research trying to find out about them before going, Mm. nothing to find so they're they're sort of hidden online and uh 
and nearly hidden um, from sight. Mm -hmm. And you walk in and it's this really like fun, funky, tiny bar, bright. And with so many places, like so many places in Pigalle, um, there is a stripper pole there that, you know, they've kind of like left and, and incorporated into the decor. And then if you step through the next, through the sort of side door, you enter into this place that's, that's, it's what, you know, it's Pigalle boudoir style, this mm-hmm. sort of, what I, I, I love, I mean, it can be a little bit overdone at times, but I love this, like I'm slipping into the old Pigalle, a romanticized version of the old Pigalle mm-hmm. sort of. Romanticized because it's not sleazy. Not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's very clean and yeah. very, yeah. yeah. And so, and you, and, and, you know, it's just got these cozy little chairs and you could sit down with your date and it's very romantic. I think it would be kind of a romantic place to take somebody just, oh, we're walking down the street. Oh, look, what's this? Open it up and oh, look, it's very like. Nice. Where, yeah. Whereabouts is it in Pigalle? Um, I can't remember. It's on, it's around uh, Saint-Georges. Okay. Uh, it's on, oh, Victor Massy. So, okay. so yeah, there's a lot of bars around there anyway. So if you get That's there and cool, you don't like it. Yeah, a lot of music shops around there. Too. There are, yeah, there's tons. To I don't know why there's so many music shops around there. I used to live around there and I'd walk by and mm. wonder like, I guess it's just yeah. Every there's different areas for things in the city, but but so that's just kind of a low key one. However, they have this, and I don't under don't know why I didn't ask him. This sort of Japanese theme running through their um through their drinks and their snacks. So it's uh-huh. sort of like wasabi. What's the name flavors. again? Yago. Like with a Y or an I? Y A G O. That could be a Japanese. Word. I think it sounds kind of like yeah. it, doesn't it? And there's people at home surely who were thinking how do you spell Yago, and they were surely thinking what's the exact address to which I would respond. There will be a blog post with all the addresses. Yes. And we'll probably get, we're going to be chased out of Paris for sharing all these addresses. I know. I know. I will have my cocktail credentials stripped from me immediately as soon as this me, is published. Me, I've got nothing to lose. <laughs> You've got everything to lose. I'm so grateful. I'm kind of tired of cocktails anyway. <laughs> Move on to something else. But they will, I will, uh, if you're listening to this, it will be on the website, all the addresses. So we're not going to get into detail of the addresses and the spelling of the names. Everybody, it'll be on the website. Uh, number three, and then I've got a question for you. Okay. Um, so another one, uh, let's see, I, another one I think is, is interesting. Well, that I actually really like, I think is, I think they're all interesting. Um, so you might feel like you want to go get a haircut, a little shave and a haircut, awesome. right? Awesome. I mean, like I see so many places, you know, I live, um, kind of in a very residential and staid area of Paris, but even in where I live in the 15th, like you see suddenly these hipster bar, bar shop fronts popping up right. with, you know, um, so 15th is this is cool. not in the fifth. The 15th is getting very cool, yeah. but this is not in the 15th. This is, I have to remember the arrondissement that it's in. Um, no, you it, don't. You don't. We, we put it on the blog. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so you walk by this barbershop, you go in, you lean back, you get a shave, you get a spiff up. And if you happen to know that if you just walk past through the door at the back of the barbershop, yeah. um, you walk into this really cool kind of old school gentleman's yes. club yes. Um, bar and you can sidle up to the bar. You can order a martini. Oh, yeah. You can have a old fashioned. I really like it for that kind of classic sort of cocktail um, because it just feels like that. It's got those, you know, like Chesterfield sofas. Yes. And I'm not, everybody probably is into this. I'm not a, I'm not a smoker, a cigar smoker, but they also have a fumoir back there. Um, and some people, you know, really appreciate a bar with a fumoir. So I'm sharing that information. So you can, you can enjoy your cigar and, um, and a nice drink in this kind of very old classic bar style that's hidden behind the barbershop. And also 
For those of you who don't smoke and are turned off by that, don't worry because I have been in the bar, not in the fumoir part, and you don't like the smoke doesn't come out. Yeah. You, you don't feel like you're sitting in a fumoir when you're just in the regular part of the bar. But like yeah. at nighttime, are there still people getting their hair cut there? Oh, that's a very good question. I usually go early, um, but yes, I'm guessing yes because yeah. what are you going to do? You're not going to like go into a yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. what's cool about the lavamatic that we talked about in the last episode is that. I don't know if it actually... It seems like it works as a laundromat as well. It's a, well, I've seen people yeah. in there like... I don't... Well, not the one that you open doesn't work as a, as no. a lot, but no. the other ones do. It does take you for a bit of a yeah. tumble though, doesn't it? But that also reminds me... I won't go into it. That also reminds me of another one I'm going to talk about and wondering, hmm, but let's talk about... So let's let's take a... We're, we're not going to run through the whole list first, no. right? You let's, want to take the question that I had? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had some... Um, I wish I could remember who it was, but I met some Americans recently and they said... Uh, they'd listened to our episode from four years ago and they wanted to go visit some of the speakeasies and they said, Oliver, we're kind of shy people and they go, uh, they go, do you need to be brave to walk through these doors? And my first, my first reaction was like, I was thinking of the ones because they picked a few from the list yeah. and they picked the one that was in the uh, pizzeria and the one that was yeah. in the taco place and I, my, this is what I said, I was like, I was like you, don't, you don't need to be brave to go in and I said, Actually, you do need to be a little. You need a to little. be a little brave. You can't if you're so sh- if you're painfully shy of someone telling you off. Yeah. You might struggle. Yes, I think that's true. Yeah. Now, Moonshiner and Candelaria is what you're are the ones you're talking about, and I do think you need to be. But you know what? We're helping you right now. Be brave, everybody. Mm-hmm. You are armed with the knowledge now that you need. It's not just to not be too shy to and try these places. It's really important. Like, forget speakeasies for a second. Like, if you see an interesting courtyard, like a private-looking courtyard, it's like Parisians don't mind if you go in. Yes, sometimes they do, but 95% of the What's the worst they're going to do? Tell you to go away. Exactly. They're not going to take your passport, guys. No. You've got to have a little bit of courage uh, for Paris Yeah, the courage to follow through on your curiosity and go explore and discover something new. So those are some of the bars I shared with Oliver for the Eiffel Tower. And uh, if you want to know the other five or so, you can go listen to the rest of that episode at his show, The Earful Tower, or I've put the full list of 10 in the show notes here for this episode. So you can either find that at 52 Martinis, or if you're listening on one of your devices, you can just scroll down into the show notes and discover the other five, well, discover a list of all 10 hidden bars that you might want to visit. So um, about this time of the show is normally when I ask my guest to provide the cocktail of the month. However, as I am sort of the de facto guest this month, I will be providing that. This month, we're going to talk about the Bee's Knees cocktail. This is a cocktail that was really prevalent during Prohibition era, which is when we saw a lot of speakeasies. So that's one reason I'm sharing it. I'm also sharing it because it's a good cocktail. So what you do is you take two ounces or about 60 ml of gin. You take a three quarter ounce or about 20 with a little extra Um, milliliters of freshly squeezed lemon juice and then you take the same amount three quarters ounce or about 20 22 milliliters of honey syrup you make this honey syrup by mixing one part honey with half a part water so maybe take about you know just a tablespoon of honey and a half a tablespoon of, of warm water and mix them until they until they make a syrup you put all of those ingredients into a shaker you shake it and then you strain it into a chilled cocktail glass And there you have a Bee's Knees cocktail, which is a great cocktail. Really good and simple and easy and um, fun for entertaining. So give that a try. And with that, I will say 
A big thanks to Oliver G. of the Airful Tower for the really, really fun interview. Thanks to World Radio Paris for editing and production. Thanks to Sun Little for the music that we use. And thank you to you for tuning in, downloading, and listening. I do really appreciate getting your ear. So you can find more Paris Cocktail Talk between shows at the 52 Martinis site, or you can also download the iOS app, Paris Cocktails, which is a guide to Paris cocktail bars. Um, As usual, I do remind you to drink responsibly. And finally, if you like what I'm doing, feel free to leave a review on iTunes. And until next time, cheers. Start a shiver by